five, four, three, two, one. Lift off of the Falcon 9. Hi, I'm Mark Boucher, and this is the Space Q Podcast. Before we get to today's podcast, I want to note that the Space Q Podcast will now be published bi-weekly and on Thursdays. Our other podcast, Terranauts with host Ian Christie, is already published bi-weekly. With the change, it means you'll still get a podcast every week, but one week it will be the Space Q Podcast, and the following week it'll be Terranauts. The Terranauts podcast has its own channel, however, so make sure you subscribe to it as well in your favorite app. Okay, in today's podcast, I'm going to preview the upcoming Canadian Space Agency budget for the fiscal year 2020-21, which starts on April the 1st. The Canadian federal budget is expected to be released sometime in March. Now, I'm just going to be providing an overview of the numbers that we know already and what we're expecting. I won't be getting into any depth for any of the programs. For the current fiscal year, which ends on March 31st, the Canadian Space Agency departmental plan had the budget set at $329 million. The amount is the fifth year of declining budgets for the agency. Now, it should be understood that while the Canadian Space Agency is the lead organizer and recipient of funds on an annual basis for the civil space program, other departments, notably Defence, have funding for space programs as well. In fact, the Department of National Defence has a much larger budget than the Canadian Space Agency. I'll be discussing the Defence budget in another podcast. The Canadian Space Agency is also not a standalone department. It is part of the very large Department of Innovation, Science and Economic Development Canada, or ICED as it's called. The minister that oversees the department is the Honourable Navdeep Baines. Within ICED, there is a program called the Strategic Innovation Fund, which allocates funding to a variety of companies, including the space sector. In the last year, ICED awarded two aerospace organizations a total of $134 million, and that was the last fiscal year. $85 million went to Telesat, and $45 million went to the Aerospace Industries Association of Canada. So these are funds other than what the CSA gets funded for. Now, the budget process started last summer with the Standing Committee on Finance issuing a pre-budget consultation. This allows organizations and individuals across Canada to submit briefs and select witnesses appear in front of the committee. In an on-election year, that process continues into the fall where witnesses testify in front of the committee. Because of the election last fall, witness testimony didn't happen until this month. The briefs, usually a good source of information to understand what companies and other organizations are suggesting the government prioritize, were released this month. Each year, the budget has a specific focus, which respondents are expected to address. This year, and because of the election, the focus was outlined on the throne speech when Parliament resumed after the election. The priorities as outlined are strengthening the middle class and growing the economy, fighting and preparing for climate change and protecting the environment, 
keeping Canadians safe and healthy, and continuing the work towards reconciliation with Indigenous peoples. Now, normally during the budget process, it's a lot more focused, but this came out during the throne speech. All right. Now, there's one more important item I need to mention for this discussion. On February 28th of last year, the Liberal government, led by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, announced that Canada was going to the moon and that the government was committing $2.05 billion over 24 years towards the space program. This funding is in addition to the current Canadian Space Agency funding. Of that $2.05 billion in new funding, $1.9 billion would be allocated to the Lunar Gateway projects. This includes robotics, artificial intelligence, and healthcare for astronauts. There could be other things added to it over time. Now, it's important to remember that this funding is over 24 years. To coincide with the new funding, the government also released a new space strategy. Now, that $2.05 billion also included $150 million for the Lunar Exploration Accelerator Program over five years. That funding was already approved by the Treasury Board last summer, and the first contracts have just recently been awarded. Now, you can keep track of everything Canada is doing in space on our website, spaceq.ca. Our navigation at the top, our navigation menu at the top of each page has quick links to specific content like Budget 2020, the Lunar Gateway, and there's also a search function. I think I've adequately set the stage to preview the budget this year. And as I said, this is just an overview of the numbers, not getting into any detail. Now, going back to the pre-budget consultations I mentioned, as I said, it's an opportunity for organizations to have their say. Depending on the year, there could be just two or three briefs submitted by organizations with an interest in space to sometimes 10 or more. When I was the executive director of the Canadian Space Commerce Association, I encouraged our members and non-members to make submissions. It's a valuable tool for any industry organization and standalone organizations. One of the organizations that usually submits a brief is the Aerospace Industries Association of Canada. The AIAC is an industry association that includes space companies. Now, it should be noted that the AIC splits its time between the aviation and space sector, with the aviation sector garnering the lion's share of the attention. For this budget, the AIAC didn't submit a brief. Last year, they were focused on their Vision 2025 initiative, which was released last June and included six priorities, one of which relates to space. It states maximize Canada's leadership at the forefront of space. Pretty generic. I went through the list of 271 briefs that were submitted this year. Only two had content related to the space sector, directly related. The two organizations were the Canadian Association of Physicists and the Coalition for Canadian Astronomy. Of the two, The Coalition for Canadian Astronomy had recommendations specific to space. 
Those recommendations, three recommendations were consider a model similar to the economic strategy tables for Canada's top sciences to ensure their continued growth and international leadership. Create a fund funding entity for big science projects with sufficient resources for Canadian researchers to take advantage of international collaboration opportunities on big science projects. Establish a new vision for the Canadian Space Agency that includes space science science with annual funding of $100 million to support competitions for small, medium, and large space missions. So those three things relate are, are from the Coalition for Canadian Astronomy. And this includes the professional astronomers out there. All right, that's it from the pre-budget consultations. Not a lot in there for, about space this year. There was a lot last year, and there have been in previous years. Now, in my opinion, there weren't enough submissions were made by the space sector this year. I'll also note that the Coalition for Canadian Astronomy uh, felt somewhat left out of the new money that went to the civil space program last year, which would explain their submission this year. Basically, astronomy was left out of the funding. And I'll also note, of course, many organizations were quite satisfied last year with how the government funded space, so that would also account for the low submission totals this year. All right, let's look at what the civil space budget might be this year. In last year's departmental plan, the Canadian Space Agency projected that for the fiscal year 2020-21, its budget would be set at $291.4 million. That's approximately $37.5 million lower than the current year as listed in the departmental plan, or down about 13%. Not good. Part of a trend. However, we have to take into, into account a few new things. So when the CSA releases its budgets, which will be no later than early March, we'll get the exact numbers. And of course, as I just said, we need to add in some other numbers, and that money is some of the money from the $1.9 billion the government allocated last year, over 24 years. Now, last year, when the budget documents were released... We know that in the first five years, they had planned on, re- on releasing $797 million of that $1.9 billion. Of that, $10 million was allocated in the current fiscal year, which ends March 31st. Now, we just saw some contracts uh, handed out for the uh, Lunar Exploration Accelerator uh, Program, so that could have been part of that $10 million. Now... For the upcoming budget, and this is important, of that $1.9 billion, $61 million was allocated for this coming fiscal year. You need to add that to the projected budget I previously mentioned of $291.4 million, and you get a total of $352.4 million for the fiscal year 2020-21. Very rough numbers here. That works out to about a 7% increase to the CSA's total budget over last year and in line with what the agency spent in fiscal year 2017-18. Now, as I said, another factor that you also have to take into account is funding from the Lunar Exploration Accelerator Program. 
To remind you, that's $150 million over five years. The question is, does the $61 million listed in the budget last year, which is titled Canada Reaches for the Moon and Beyond, include both Lunar Gateway and LEAP funding, LEAP being the acronym for the Lunar Exploration Accelerator Program? It seems that way, but we'll know for sure when the budget uh, comes out. All right. No matter how you look at it, it looks like there's going to be an increase in the CSA's budgets this year as compared to the previous year. Sounds good, right? Well, if you followed our coverage of the CSA budget over the last few years, you would know that the CSA has been trending down with respect to budget dollars, and it looks worse when you factor in inflation. There's no doubt that the government has made a commitment to the Canadian's civil space program. However, it's not all rosy. The astronomy community is looking for funding and eventual stable funding for their projects. The next big spend by the government might actually come for the Earth observation programs. However, there is no actual commitment if that will happen and when, although the Canadian Space Agency is working towards that goal and planning for that goal, but the federal government still has to fund it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll repeat it again. The commitment made by the government last year was good, but it comes after much neglect by successive governments. Aside from budget issues, there's also the matter, matter of regulatory reform. That, however, is another topic which we'll cover more as events unfold on that front. That's it for our budget preview. It's basically was just a big picture overview of what we can expect. We'll have complete budget coverage once the budget is released, including information on specific programs. Thank you, and I'll see you in two weeks. Well, that's a wrap on this podcast. If you have comments on this episode, you can email me at podcast at spaceq.ca. I read and answer all your comments in a timely fashion. You can also find SpaceQ on Twitter at Canada in Space, and we post all our articles and podcasts to Facebook. Regardless of which app you use to listen to us, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate our podcast and write a review. Of course, that's only if you like us. Your rating and review will help us in getting the podcast widely listened to. And hey, if you like what we do, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash spaceq. Lastly, if you haven't listened to the latest episode of our new podcast, Terranauts, what are you waiting for? Host Ian Christie is a natural interviewer who knows how to tease good stories from those who work every day in space but don't go to space. Terranauts is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite app. Listen to it now. Thank you, and we'll see you next week.